0: This episode of Please Blow My Mind is proudly supported by the lovely team at Sunpix Post. Yes. I've got one of the directors here. Is that correct? That's correct. You're yes. like a boss. I am a boss. What well, is Poppy's it? the boss, really. She's True kind that. of managing the place. For those I just watching, it's uh, the cutest little dog ever. Oh, looked at me <laughs> on cue. Don't bite me. Uh, for those listening, uh, we're in the Sunpix. I've called it the Sun Picks Podcast Studio. Yes. And we are, we're we're on this mission to create good conversation. Exactly. Yeah. To acknowledge uh, the kind of traditional media which is telly and radio, but give it a bit of a revamp into this whole podcast world exactly. of, of you know. Like in the past, Dan, um, things cost a lot of money to make yeah now we can talk for hours yes and I think that's what we're both excited about right that's what SunPix is excited about yeah like, yeah and the possibilities are endless mm. you know you start one you talk about one um, topic and you get different guests in and mm. then they have different ideas and it's all about spreading ideas yep. and making yeah engaging content really and um, we should start a, uh, like a conference called TED Talks TED Talks and it's just us <laughs> spreading <laughs> ideas <laughs> ideas worth sharing I think is their um, yeah So anyway, we can rip that off. One day. Uh, Just quickly, if people want to check out the Sunpix story, um, they can jump online? They can, sunpixpost.co.nz. So we're a post-production facility, and we basically make content uh, for TV, Mm. for web, and um, we specialize in finishing, so color grading and uh, sound mixing, uh, podcast recording, voiceover recording. Awesome. Yeah, we try and do a little bit of everything around here. Kind of like creative one-stop shop. If you need to get yes, your message out there, true. yeah come and uh leave come the. Come and visit Poppy. She's here, she's an office <laughs> dog, and she will probably bark at you as you walk in. Yay. Yeah. and <laughs> post.co.nz This episode of Please Blow My Mind with me, Will Fleming, is brought to you by floatculture.co.nz. Floatculture is Auckland's leading flotation tank centre created for the well-being of the body and mind. When you float with floatculture.co.nz, you'll create meaningful and lasting change with mindfulness and complete physical relaxation. Floating will become an integral part of your busy lifestyle. Float Culture is motivated to ensure that the entire experience achieves maximum relaxation, happiness and relief for you. So if you want to be part of the float culture scene in New Zealand, visit floatculture.co.nz to book your float and blow your mind right now. As a very special offer to you, the Please Blow My Mind listener, you'll get 20% off your next float by using the promo code MINDBLOWING, all one word. Visit floatculture.co.nz and book your float today. We live in a world that encourages us to remove ourselves from the human experience. Whether it's looking at our phones too long, forgetting how to talk to someone face-to-face, or just straight up giving in and convincing ourselves that a chicken nugget is actual food. It's not food, it's silence. I don't know about you, but this freaks me out. So I've started a podcast, my antidote to this silliness. It's time to blow our minds. My name is Will Fleming, welcome to my podcast, Please Blow My Mind. Fraser, what's up, bro? G'day, man. Dude, thanks for making this happen. Thanks for making my dream come true, (laughs) coming and chatting today. What's your dream? Oh, my dream. Good question. It's Yeah, I've thought about it, but (laughs) probably not as much as I should have. Um, Try not to be cheesy when you say these things. Uh, It's something like talk to a thousand people and beyond and do it until I feel comfortable enough that I... Have an understanding of what this life means. Hmm. You know, it's deep, and sometimes it feels like everything, and sometimes it feels like nothing. And there's a tension in that. You know, like I want to believe in that grand plan, and sometimes it feels like there. Is, it's like the Matrix, like the <laughs> <more you> believe <laughs> yeah. in it or not. um You know, the deeper you go, and I sometimes think about the Matrix and the homeless guy in it, and I'm like. That's us. We don't have to be what we are. We just are, you know. So the dream is to, I guess, try to get through this thing uh, called life with the, (laughs) the minimum amount of suffering. Yeah. You know, and to, I try not to think too big. You know, that kind of freaks me out when I think like, like I don't really want to be a part of the solution of global warming because... You can say you want that, but what does that really mean? Mm. You know, I'd rather be a someone who um, I don't know keeps their garden tidy mm. and can mow their lawns, and to know that those little things um, have meaning too, like saving the planet. Mm. What are you learning from all these chats that you're having with people? 'Cause mm. it's a pretty fast pace you're doing it, eh? Have you do you get to process it all? Um
1: well, yeah, I'm on days, so I've done nine hundred and forty days now mm. in a row. What have I learned? <laughs> Man, I don't think you must ask me what yeah. I've learned from it. Um I, I guess you learn that different age groups have d- like similar dreams. Mm. So every kid at the moment wants to be a superhero. Mm. <laughs> um, everyone over 60, it's all about family and legacy. Mm. Um, but it's interesting, the trends this year, almost 50% of the people I film, it's around sustainability, mm. the dreams. Um, whereas last year and the year before, that wasn't the case. So people's dreams are evolving as the world's grow- you know, moving forward. Mm. Um, I guess like... Oh, I with Learnings Man, all I can say is how it's kind of impacted my own life and it's helped me evolve my dreams. Yeah. You know, before I when I started this, my dream was to be the greatest filmmaker ever. Um, and obviously there's still part of me that wants to be a great filmmaker. Mm. But my dream's now to help the world dream because I've realized over my journey how much more important it is to mm. help people like to help others live their dreams rather than just being about me. It's about others. You know?
0: Isn't that amazing, eh? Mm. Like because I was thinking about dreams and I have a kind of multifaceted fascination only since watching your content. Well, it was two things. It was your content. And I watched a Netflix documentary where they asked, I think I've told her on the podcast before they asked, um, it was a podcast, sorry, a, a Netflix show about parenting. And they were interviewing a young Indian girl who was like eight or nine looking after her family. And they asked her, what do you dream about? And she said, I don't dream. And so that was before I saw your content. And so I'd be fascinated with the idea of: Are you born to be able to dream? Is it a privilege to be able to dream? You know, and and trying to just dig deep into, you know, isn't it even amazing that we can Mm. to dream is is pretty intense. Yeah, you know, and I love that you're just trying to like work through this you know what's what's your dream we never well hardly ever you you never really hear people ask people eh? yeah you know it's more like what do you want yeah you know if you could have one thing what would it be but to ask someone what a dream is i mean what is a dream to you what what do you think a dream is um i guess
1: going off my personal experience again dreams to me were when I was younger dreams are what got me excited about life mm-hmm. you know um whenever things were going bad at school or I was going for a breakup or whatever it was mm-hmm. always my dreams that went, made me realize actually it's all right mm-hmm. you know there's something to fight for there's something that all this pain will be worth it for mm-hmm. so dreams to me is just that hope in life man and I think I think me, I'd be terrified if I didn't have a dream because I'd be like, What am I living for? What am I fighting for? What where do I want to be? Um, dreams are magical, eh? Yeah. I think. I what? think it's like the most magical, realistic thing <laughs> there can be. Well, know? it's
0: you know, it's weird we talk about, you know, like religion and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And I don't really know where I sit on things. I mean, I'm happy in most part for people to do whatever the hell they want. Mm. But then they say, Okay, well, explain to me. Uh, you know your God and I think one way to articulate it will be like well you know how you can dream it's something like that you know it's like an imagination but it's not it's like Mm. love Mm. you know it doesn't really exist but you feel it yeah and you can kind of articulate it and you love in different facets you know yeah and so it is out there. It's magic, bro. Yeah, man. It's kind of freaky. Eh? <laughs> it's freaky in this world, too, because it's very, we live in a time where, you know, things are very um, measured. And I wonder if that plays a part in why you're doing this, you know, because it's a very algorithm world, it's a very materialistic world. Um, the idea of asking someone their dream, it's like nothing, no two answers will ever be similar eh? mm. well i mean they'll be similar but never the same yeah have you ever been shocked by someone's response
1: yeah i mean you know i i filmed a homeless guy a couple of years ago and his mm. dream was to keep doing what he was doing yeah um that was a surprise uh, <laughs> i've had some answers that i wasn't able to post because there were some people in dark places that said some pretty dark stuff oh.
0: True. Yeah. (laughs) So do you have to make the call that Uh, Yeah, like they were to
1: the point where posting it would have it wouldn't have been a good thing to post something like you know, like because there's obviously a point where obviously that's someone's dreams, so you know, Mm. I gotta be respectful and post what their dreams are, but there's gotta be a point where if it's a negative thing and it's gonna Mm. make the viewer feel like, oh man, like they'll aggressively negative too. True. Um so yeah, so I've had to make a call a few times to not post streams. Yeah. Um, a lot of people I film with think I mean dreaming, like at night time. Mm. And start talking about their dream. Like last night, I was having, I, was, <laughs> I know um, uh, Anthony from The Wiggles, when he started, he said that he was like, oh, I was on stage and I was in my underwear playing my girl. I was
0: like, Wrong dream.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can see, I understand why people get a mistake, but i um, definitely, yeah, a lot of people. It's hilarious. <laughs> the man, yeah, like lots of shocks, man. Um, you can definitely see too when people are saying what they feel the right thing to say is. I think that's the big one. More so than being shocked, it's when you see politicians or famous people, especially, saying what they think they should say. And of course, that's part of their dream, and that's it's cool to say. But a lot of the politici- politicians have been, you know, someone in their team has gone, okay, you got to say this or. That's just their mission statement, or
0: I was wondering about that. You know, like you've interviewed some pretty hardcore famous people, you know, and um, it seems like the more famous they are, though, the more honest they are with you. Hey, you know, like, and I'm not saying the All Blacks aren't famous, but they're pretty heavily controlled. Mm. I don't mean controlled. I just mean, like, imagine if you're really good at sport, and all of a sudden you have to be really good at social media and all of these things too. You're going to need support. Yeah. Um, Have you found them to be? And I mean, I, I guess you can only kind of say yes because you, you know you're trying to like get people to come on your show, but well, not your show, but your movement. But um, uh, do do you feel like they're being honest, like just people in general when they?
1: Because um, th- it, it's I think it depends on how much time they have. True. So with people like, um, let's say for instance, like I'll talk say prime minister saying like yeah. bill english i waited outside an elevator for him mm. to come and jumped at him so he had zero seconds to think mm. and his dream was about starting a business with his kids super authentic yeah. no t- planning whatever you know and then you know like the first time i did jacinda was during her election campaign mm. so her dream was very much what her mission statement was But then I got her again um, a month ago for Mother's Day and her dream was around her daughter and it was very authentic, you know. So I think if someone's got like a couple of weeks to think about it, then they kind of script it a bit more. But if I just jump on them like on the street or at a meeting or something, it's usually super authentic because they can't
0: think of (laughs) <laughs> there's yeah. no time to think of it. There's one. something cool about that, eh? Yeah, and I think the ones that are more spontaneous, it's definitely that's yeah. the ones
1: I try to chase more.
0: Yeah, spontaneous is a good word because mm. I wonder if there's, you know, we referenced or you referenced this idea that people are pretty collected in what they say and if they've got time to think about it, they will, you know, give the answer that maybe people want to hear. I mean, I'm not putting words mm. in your mouth, but and I totally understand that. Um, that makes total sense. Um yeah, what's your kind of view on, you know, I, I guess if we just move away from the dreams for a second, you know, even like now we're being recorded. We live in a time now where, you know, we're recording conversations, we're going live, we're, we're documenting as we go. And I mean, that must be driving us wanting to say the right thing mm. because it's being documented. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about, like, it makes total sense that people change over time. But do you change on social media? So if you're, if we're us today, ten years ago we're different versions yeah. of us. But if you go back six months and maybe you tweeted something, or, or I don't know, we haven't really kind of articulated that that's a different version of you. It's still you, you know. And mm. you see it now where people go back in time. And um, I wonder, I wonder how you'll look back at your work that you're doing, mm. you know? And do you already look back on it? I do, and I, usually I look back
1: from a critical eye, creative eye, and I look back I'm like, why the heck did I <laughs> film that, that way? And if you look back, you can see how the styles developed. Um, I've kind of started to find my feet a bit with my kind of drunk Fraser style. And mm-hmm. also it looks more like a brain now with the animated intro, mm. but it went through periods where it looks super raw and rough. And um, when I first started, um, the first like 100 days was an absolute burden. I did not enjoy it at all. It was just, you know, the whole thing was a bet with a mate that I could do it for one year. True. So there was no purpose behind it. It was just I'll do it for a year and prove him wrong. <laughs> um, and so I was like, oh, man, this is – I'm not enjoying this. So I tried to make it more interesting by getting super creative. Right. So I would film you in a silhouette or right. I would just film your hands. Right. Or And now I look back, I'm like, oh. Gosh, you, I don't even remember half the people because I can't see their faces. Mm. And it kind of takes away from actually it's about them and their dream, mm. which I've started to understand as I've gone along my journey and made it more about the person rather than the environment, you know. True. Um, yeah, but I, I'm very critical of my work looking back. Um, But I guess like it goes through like it's weird, like with my short films and my feature film that I directed, <clears throat> You kind of like make it and then you go through like a year or two and you're like, oh, and you avoid it at all costs. And then after a certain (laughs) amount of time, it's you almost look back nostalgically and you're like, oh, actually, that's kind of nice that it's raw and it's bad because that's where I was in life. Mm. Um, So I look back at my dreams now, like a year, two years back. And I'm like, oh, actually, I remember I was going through a dark period for a month, right. so I didn't care as much, so they're more rough and not as polished. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and you kind of go, actually, I like that it's different. Yeah. It's not just consistently one thing. But then I look at ones I did two days ago, and I'm just like, oh, why the <laughs> hell did I do that? But in a year, I'll look back and go, oh,
0: that's all good. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> That grind of daily, yeah. did you, like – I guess there must be good and bad things about it. Like, you know, we talk about mindfulness today. It's pretty mindful eh? you're trying to get something of today out. Mm. You know, I guess at the moment you're publishing, it's not about yesterday or tomorrow or the future or the past. It's about today. And that yeah. seems to be a healthy thing. But I've often heard of, you know, take YouTube creators who do daily, um, that they get kind of burnout and stuff like that. How does mm. that work for you? Like as, because 10,000 days is no joke, eh? <laughs> yeah. Well, what is that in... Uh... It's 27 and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just laughs yeah, when you say that. So it's hard, it's hard on my... It's very hard on my... Wife. Oh, hold on. So was... <laughs> you're doing 27 and a half years every day posting yep. someone's dream. Yep. And it predicated on a bet. It was created by yeah, And the reason it's,
1: so it was one year. And the reason I decided to go 10,000 days, which Mm -hmm. is a big drastic jump, (laughs) um, is I was reaching out to Jacinda's team on around day 250. And I really wanted her to be a part of it. And I didn't think she would say yes to 365 dreams Mm -hmm. because I didn't think it was big enough and her team wouldn't have said yes. Mm -hmm. So literally in the email, I just kind of lied and said, I'm doing it for 10,000 days it's called 10,000 dreams because I wanted them to go whoa and if she had said no I probably would have stopped after a year but she said yes so I filmed her dream and had to go well oh, I have to change it now <laughs> so I just changed it to 10,000 that very day I didn't even really tell my wife or anything <laughs> and she's just like what <laughs> it's like I'm doing it for 27 years now wow. um but that was the point straight after then that's when it started to become more like I understand why I'm doing this yeah. um Back to your question, oh, which wow. was, is how it is hard,
0: it's very hard. Yeah, I wouldn't lie. Um, like what's the average time for editing and publishing and marketing? I'd say every day I sp- spend about two two hours on it. Are you one stop shop or yeah, have you got teams me me on this?
1: So, my brother, he's my editor, works for my film company, yeah. he grades it, yeah. but that's the only thing that someone else would do is right. just the grading, yeah. um, because he's a better grader than me, <laughs> uh, but. It's. I guess it's like it's two hours a day. If but I don't film one every day. Yes. I aim to, but there's lots of times like the Wiggles. You film four in one day, you know. And
0: I are you stoked when that happens? Because are you like, yes, I can. I don't know, go for a float or go out for a well. Day. I know because I usually feel guilty
1: <laughs> if I don't. So I mean, it's great because it means that I can actually have a week with my wife and just edit seven and knock yeah. them out but every day i'm editing or i'm posting but then it's the hours of staying up till three in the morning emailing 200 people mm. it's driving you know to 200 our, guests potential guests yeah you know it's just sending hundreds i've sent thousands of emails wow. um you know you get 90 percent no's mm. but that's how you get a jane good old is a 2am email you know um but it's driving two hours for five minutes of filming it's mm. flying to wellington for two minutes of filming, it's all those hours and the costs and everything. That's what adds up. And I think that's where you kind of start to feel burnt out. It's the travel side of it, but it's so fulfilling. I've never regretted filming a dream. I've never regretted flying to Wellington to film a dream. Mm. Um, and all, doors have always opened whenever I've done stuff like right. that. Um, it's like brushing my teeth. I. I couldn't miss a day now because I would, my body, I'd just go crazy if I knew I was two hours until midnight. And Mm. I, you know, I don't think I, you had, I go through lots of periods where I'm like, screw it. I'm done. like I'm I'm over this. And
0: when's the last time you did that?
1: The most notable one was I was in England filming dreams September last year. And I was filming with someone that I looked up to for a while. I won't say his name, but I was pretty stoked to get his dream. And he was, he was not a nice person at True. all. Yeah. Just bungee. out. He was not a nice person at all. Do you think he's having a bad day or was just like too used to being? I don't know. He might have been having a bad day. Yeah. But, you know, came from New Zealand to True. film, you know. And it, yeah. was, just, it was just felt crap. Mm. I kind of felt depressed after that. I didn't even want to post the stream. Mm. Um, and also I had Canon um, sponsored me a camera for the trip. And I wasn't really digging the camera they gave me because my wife will not let me take my bigger camera at home. <laughs> she's like, no, nah, that's too big to travel with. So I got a smaller one. I didn't like it. I I wasn't feeling it. So I didn't like the shot. I didn't like anything about it. And I forced myself to post it, and I just ended up hating the project during England. It was just like really? I'm over this. I had to force myself every day. Are
0: you to... going back there? No, you're going to America. American two weeks yeah. in Canada. Are you nervous I'm doing to... England again in December? Are you hoping for a uh, like? There's no anxiety. You'll be able to. Put that past you, you've got more experience. Haven't? Yeah, I'm I'm definitely better. And I think
1: that was still in a kind of transition stage where it, you know, it was still that side thing I was doing. It wasn't mm. really whereas now it's kind of the thing people know my film company for. Yeah. And I've realized actually this by the end of the year, this could be the thing paying the bills. This could be the main thing. Right. So I've got more of a mindset around it whereas I like, know this is the most important thing. So yeah. but yeah, man, and then You know, two years ago, my Nana passed away and I've said this story a number of times, but you know, 10 o'clock at night, hadn't filmed a dream and was just like, nah, screw it, I'm done. And then my wife kind of was like, nah, so she stopped off at LJS at the Autobahn and just forced me to go in there with my phone. I didn't even my camera because I was prepared to quit. And I filmed the guy working at the till 18 year old stream on my phone and, um, year later, his dream was to be a rapper. And then a year later, we set him up with Kings and they recorded Mm. a song together and it made a big difference in his life. Mm. So I went from I'm over this to this young guy then Mm. actually meeting one of his heroes. And so it's funny, whenever stuff like that happens,
0: good always comes from it. Isn't it? It's like that yin-yang, eh? Yeah. You know, like your dark moment gave someone... Yeah. It's like we share... I don't know. Try and think about this stuff, and it gets a little bit out there for me. But you know, it's as it's only as out there as the concept of a dream. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because like we said, man, it's magical. It's nothing and everything. Hey, eh? absolutely. So, how old are you now? Uh, 25. And how old will you be when you finish?
1: I'll be 50. My last day is <laughs> April 25th, 2044. Do you, do you
0: think about that? Or are you just like, look, man, I don't brush my teeth every day. Because <laughs> I'm like that about one certain thing. And I don't want to get too personal, but I take Propecia, right, which is like a hair thing. Mm-hmm. It keeps, stops your hair from falling out. And everyone says, why do you do that? Just let it fall out and shave your head. You know, you got to buy this stuff. And I'm like, dude, you buy new undies all the time, yeah. you put deodorant on every day everything's every day <laughs> like you wake up yeah every day you got like maybe you don't wash your clothes every day but the expectation is nothing is like forever mm. so i just get on board with being okay with that yeah you know
1: um no it, it gets me excited i think. i love big goals mm. and it always on the same seem- big enough mm. like it's actually the point now where i'm like i'm about to get to a thousand days i'm like doesn't actually seem like much at all which <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um but now nah, i i mean i look back i i think forward and i'm like when i finish this it will be the most amazing feeling mm. because i'll be able to look back at my life because i'll see my kids grow up through the project mm. i'll you know it's my diary look i don't want
0: to kind of be like that dude but do you fear that you know those two hours that you need every day will kind of interrupt kind of other key moments? Well, I I mean I the other thing is there's 24 hours a day. Yeah, and we take two hours a day for other th- like we work eight hours a day, and we're all okay with that. Mm. What well, you know? What I mean? yeah. And
1: I guess that's why having a little bit of a backlog. You know,
0: like my True. kid, the day my kid's born, mm.
1: maybe I should just post one that I filmed the week before. You know, like. Um, even though i part of, I would rather film the nurses, during <laughs> you know, like, um, I, yeah, I think I'm just being real mindful of my wife that oh, I do have some in stock just in case we yeah. need to have a day or two off or I'm in hospital or who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, my biggest fear is that Instagram will die out. That's my, main, <laughs> that's my biggest fear, which it probably will oh, in 25 years. Imagine having, you'd
0: have to re-upload them to a I know. Show. So
1: that's my biggest fear. And, um, Oh, we'll figure that out when it comes to it, I guess. But. Do, do you think like
0: <laughs> uh, like social media and that, you remember like MySpace was a huge thing. I mean, inevitably these will change, yeah. won't they? Or do yeah. you think there's such a monopoly on the social media companies at the moment? Like what do you think about social media? I guess it's outside of the dream space, yeah. just social media in general. Like we're all pretty mm. addicted to it, eh? Oh, yeah. And the algorithm You know, I've heard a few stories about how it tries to prompt us to be a little bit outraged and Mm. maybe not bring out the best side of us. What's your point? I think
1: think it's a huge factor in the mental health issue. eh? And I've found that myself, man. Like when one post does really well, you Mm. feel great. Mm. And then the next post does crap, you feel terrible Mm. and you feel depressed. And I've realized that recently when, you know, more, like the last two months it's gone up in momentum a lot. And then all of a sudden it kind of goes down a bit and then you feel terrible for like a week. Mm. So I've, I've, I think it's an amazing thing, but I've also gone, man, this is actually a dangerous thing. And the bigger you get, the more dangerous it will be because the more it will be, you know, the highs will be bigger and the lows will be even lower, you know? Um, So yeah, constantly thinking, man, it would be nice to not even have to. If I wasn't doing Ten Thousand Dreams, I would have got rid of Facebook yeah. and Instagram ages ago. I reckon this thing—it's keeping me on social media because I have to. Um, but I'm seeing the benefits of it. Like there's a lot of benefits. Well, it, you you're know. putting out content
0: that's positive, so that's mm. a benefit, eh? Yeah. I like to think of you know these type of conversations too. Podcasts, uh, you know that they they were birthed in that social media world, you know, so. I think that counteracts and and I don't know if I sometimes think maybe we talk about social media like, you know, if we all rode around on horses and then one day there's a car, you can say a hundred bad things about a car. You can drive too fast, it breaks down, mm. flat tires, but it's still awesome to have a car. Yeah. It's just, you know, got to look after that car. Yeah. Or you're driving around in a dangerous car and I hope we get to a place where You know, it's not all about social media and time on screen and Mm. all of that stuff, eh? Because it's a giant big loop, you know? I mean, the weird thing is we kind of play into it as well, eh? Because the more people who download our stuff or watch our stuff only helps those companies. Like, do you think about a version of it where, you know, maybe someone tells you the dream but you don't record it? and you or or, you know what i mean well i think the other option
1: would be in something we're talking about is like creating an app or its own platform mm -hmm. a dream platform you know so it's kind of separated not relying on instagram and all that Mm -hmm. and that's obviously way down the line but that's probably where i'd more so go Mm -hmm. um but yeah, like um, my one of my big dreams of this is to get to a billion, um, and that's not me. That's once I finish getting ten thousand other filmmakers mm. to do the same thing, you know. So maybe it's not always going to be video, you know. Maybe it's going to be like a dream, um, yellow pages mm-hmm. where you have like true, you know, a million people and their dreams, you know whatever yeah. it is, like. I don't know, man. (laughs) There's so much like kind of options, I guess,
0: (laughs) which makes it hard to commit on something because you could do so many different things. Well, especially if you like, because you're a filmmaker. Yeah. And so uh, there's going to be a time where you're making your film. Mm. You know, I wonder if it's like how that's going to work. I mean, you'd reference backlogging and all of that stuff. But, you know, at the moment it's front of mind and it, it probably has to stay there. Because there's no real exceptions, eh? You're committed to that. Yeah. The funny thing about social as well is that, you know, I I it's not at anywhere near what you're talking about. But, you know, I, I did this thing where I was training for a half marathon, and it got you know good traction, and people are interested in people trying to do good things for themselves. But I injured myself, and I never posted anything. Oh really? And it just gets forgotten. Mm. so there would be an option for you just to kind of quietly go yeah. off in the background and i think what's beautiful about what you're doing is it's a self-imposed thing eh? yeah it's not anyone saying it's not yeah. canon it's not the all blacks it's like you yeah. saying
1: i think if i stop right now there'd be a few kind of awkward obviously <laughs> because everyone <laughs> in my life circle Mm. fully knows that this is me and this is what i'm doing for Mm. 27 you know i think that would be the hard like i think over like a couple of weeks or a month most people on instagram that would just forget it existed Mm. but people in my circle would be like what Mm. really Mm. why are you (laughs) and i think i'd regret it very fast yeah i think i'd stop for like two days and then feel terrible mm-hmm. and start it again. But then it'd be kind of awkward that I, <laughs> you know, missed two days in the middle, you know?
0: Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's just so cool. It's so cool because it's um, it's different, you know? And it the world feels similar and same sometimes, eh? And, and I think you are kind of, there's a bit of control too that you've taken from it. Like you know the burden, mm. you know the heavy rock that you're lifting yeah and it doesn't make it easier (laughs) at least you know it eh? you're trying to like every day it's up that hill got to post it how does your um how does your wife like what you're up to um she's obviously so
1: supportive yeah but it's difficult on her probably more so than me because Mm -hmm. she then every day i'm doing this and that interrupts us if we're having a day together like now, for example yeah. you're out doing yeah like this weekend i i have to do, you know like christmas day you know wedding day i filmed a dream like there's, there's <laughs> she but she knows that now mm-hmm. um and i've just got to listen to her more if she's like look this is too much right now then i'll have to backlog a little bit more and take a little bit more break or you know um but she's so supportive and obviously she's excited about doors that are opening at the moment um which obviously will benefit her as well you know travel stuff like that um so i mean at first she was kind of like when i first the bet came up and i was like i'm gonna do this tomorrow for a year Mm -hmm. she was like oh just wait like Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks and see if you still want to Mm -hmm. I didn't listen to it with mm-hmm. that advice because I knew if I'd waited a couple of weeks, I would have just gone, nah, nah, I won't do it. Yeah.
0: But she's amazing, man. So supportive. That's good. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, uh, it's like doing this podcast. It interrupts a lot. Mm. And I sometimes think, why Why am I so interested in doing something like that? Is it for the possibility of getting a lot of downloads? Is it for the possibility of getting some notoriety that you can leverage? Is it for meeting people like yourself and having an excuse to do something a bit different? Mm. Maybe it's all of those, you know. Mm. Um, I just know there's a desire in me to try things like this, you know, and and to see who can you collaborate with, who can you ask, you know. Um, And some people say, how do you find your guests? And I'm interested to know how you find your guests. The best I can offer is that I'll hear something. And you know, not not like an aura. That sounds weird, a eh? aura, <laughs> but more like a feeling I get. Oh, there's someone who's attempting to try and work out what life means mm. in their own creative way. I mean, do you think that's what you're kind of doing too? When it's about the dreams, I know you've are you trying to understand humans at a deeper level, or is it really just Uh, Mm, that's good man um well i guess ever since i've been
1: young man i've been a christian you know my dad's pastor grew up that's what i believe that's what i'm you know that's heavily behind what i'm doing Mm. um because part of me what i believe man is you know dreams are from god you know Mm. that your gifts come from that and you know dreams can i think if everyone was to pursue their dreams that would make the world a better place because you know when you're chasing a dream you feel like you've got purpose you know so there's a big part of that um and honestly i don't know man It's a good question Oh yeah, asking all these things well, that I haven't even, even thought of. It doesn't
0: but. have to be answers, bro. You know, like that's the thing. Like we get into these Q and A's, and I don't, I, I never want to put the guest in that situation. But it's just acknowledging that.
1: Yeah, you know, it's that
0: I like think there probably a, is something deeper there, man. That
1: maybe I haven't figured out yet. Well, I think like, I will figure back. Yeah. later on as I look back, I'll be yeah. like,
0: that's what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I often <laughs> think about like, you know, there's something even religious about how you started this whole movement on a bet <laughs> like weird. if I was a god that's how I would roll you know someone would be like but you can't create well it's like, waiting because eh? you think because you
1: um, you look back like at the, and obviously nowhere am I comparing my project to anything but you look <laughs> at like heroes I have and mm. things they did and you find out the origin stories and mm. there's always something real mm. simple you know mm. like the apple falling on is Isaac Newton's mm, head or whatever, yeah. not comparing it all to Isaac no, 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 Newton. No, no, no. But, you know, and you're like, wow, yeah. that's just a random little moment yeah. that changed their life completely. Yeah. And you're like, I wonder if those will ever happen to me. Yeah. And I look back at that coffee in that bed and I'm like, damn, I think that was the moment in my life that changed my life. Because yeah. at that point it was all about me. And then that suddenly changed it to being about others. Mm. And, yeah, and, I mean, it just shows how easy it would have been to lose that moment yeah. if I'd gone, oh, I'll give it a week or two and see and just sort of fizzled off yeah. and, you know. And it's just when you got that that spark, going for it. And yeah. just saying, let's just commit. Let's What's going to happen? Yeah. Well,
0: we're all desperate for that spark, eh? Yeah. And I think it's part of we're so well conditioned now that we, you know, we say, oh, well, I'll just sit on it or, you know, I'll think about it. But I'm a believer, eh? Like mm. if you – have an idea and, you know, it's a good idea that will help people. you got to jump on that thing because mm. it's, like, it's like imagining that stuff stays in your mind and then it goes. Yeah. You know, I often think about like um in the car I'm forever trying to get Siri to write me a note. You mm. know, and it never comes out the, the way I say <laughs> yeah. it. You know, it's like <laughs> someone needs to invent some Kiwi, I don't know, accent recognition or something. <laughs> but I've got to do it then. You know, I've started writing, um, I don't really want to say this, but anyway, so I'm 38, 39 this year, and I've thought about something that I'd like to try, which is stand-up comedy. Yeah. And I'd like to try it when I'm 40, Mm because there's that 40-year-old virgin, and I just think there's, you know, the 40-year-old (laughs) stand-up. And so part of what I'm trying to do is whenever I think of something that I think might be funny, I write it down. Mm. And I don't really like doing that, because I'm quite, um, I'm funny- I'm quite messy person, but I'm not when it comes to emails and notes and pads. It must be some little weird tick I have, but I don't like just writing it down if it's not finished. So I delete everything. You know, that's why I do the show mm. as live, because if I get into the editing of it, I'm gonna be yeah. cutting and changing and finding little bits of you, nodding and putting it over here, yeah. you know, as opposed to just it either has to be raw or 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 nothing and i'm probably going off on too much of a tangent but i mean i guess i was asking you about meaning and all of that stuff and i like i like that there's feels like a bit of chance maybe some bigger plan whatever that means for anyone you know because that's why i don't know what that means for me i'm on this journey to find out Mm. what is it all for when it all comes down to it what the hell are we here to do yeah you know and at the moment, what am I? You're 60, 61 of 1,000. So I'm hoping I've got good answers. Yeah. <laughs> but I fear I won't. I don't <laughs> think life's like that. No. I don't think it's about quantity. You know, maybe it is. Maybe it's just days here. Yeah, man. Um, let's just quickly check time. Oh, yeah. So we've oh, got like you five minutes. Yeah. Um, so, so when you're talking to someone who's real famous, mm-hmm. uh, do you get nervous? Ah, uh, not anymore. Right. Weirdly enough, not anymore. I used that? to at the
1: start, mm. like petrified, and now it's just yeah, you know, it's weird. Like it did like a month ago, I was with, in Jane Goodall's like hotel room, and I just didn't feel <laughs> nervous at all. It was just felt like I hate like a grandma, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it is weird, and I yeah, I don't know. It's at, at first though, man. Like, I was you know terrified about mm. oh my gosh i mean just cinder when was you know two years ago
0: yeah
1: and then when i saw her a month ago it was just like oh hey and she so was she's just
0: prime minister then?
1: no that was before she was prime minister so that was during the election visit her again maybe um i i've got her so before and after oh yeah yeah
0: so yeah. I'll, is she different now she's prime minister i guess the question is i don't know she was just as lovely yeah yeah it just must be interesting like you know There's you more aura, of, like you said
1: the aura word which is a weird word yeah, yeah. but there was more aura around her like yeah. oh that's just in that and obviously after Christchurch it's as true. well that was like man like she's she definitely is like a really inspiring person mm-hmm. and she's lovely like most most apart from the one i talked about in england most yeah. of the famous people i film with have been absolutely lovely
0: do they seem do the famous people seem like really um secure you know like uh because I guess that's the thing, right? Like, uh, I don't know how it is for you, but I'm someone who broadcasting that wasn't the immediate choice for me. This thing is evolving because of social media and the desire for people to listen to long form conversations. Mm. So I didn't go out to try and, you know, I'm not looking for anything else apart from why, what's the deal? Why are we here? You know, is it a divine plan? Is it something else yeah um but you do hear stories of people who are super famous and their motivations are to pretend to be someone else mm. what are they uh, i mean do they just seem like normal people i guess they do yeah and i guess the
1: question i'm asking it like, I guess it, it's kind of a hard question to fake or to lie about or, you know, because it's not like you're just talking about a film, but, you know, you're on a press tour. Like, it is a very personal question. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I, I think I haven't really, there's been a one or two, but usually it's just like, ah, they're normal people. That's yeah. a very authentic answer. I, you know, a lot of the time it's what you expect, yeah. you know, mostly all blacks say they've lived their dreams. And that's like awesome because that's what I expected. I imagine they were living living their dreams being an all black. Um, but I yeah, just normal people, man. Mm. And I'm glad that I'm at this point now where I'm not that nervous yeah. because it means that when I go in and meet with them, I can actually just chill, mm. chat, mm. hang out. Um, whereas at first you're kind of like <laughs> you know and you're in and out in two minutes because yeah. you're too scared to talk yeah whereas now like there's been lots of times where I've spent like an hour hanging out with them gonna go so coffee you know one of the all blacks dropped me off at the airport a couple of weeks ago yeah. you know things like that that just it's like true humor oh, moments oh, hey? yeah just like oh I'll drop you off the airport just like an uncle would or whatever like it's just it's really cool and I mm-hmm. think they're all buying into the purpose behind the project as well which is
0: mm. well, I think what's kind of cool, and sometimes I think about this is you know, we don't all have to show difference. What you're doing is an example, like if you think of it's a simulation of oh, it's no, a better way to say it. So you can think you love your wife, right? Mm. But you have to say it, or it's different. Yeah, you can think, I love you, I love you, but she'll never know. So what's kind of cool about you getting people, you know, some who have big audiences and large reach to say stuff that matters to them, apart from, you know, like I love Powerade or all of these things is it reminds us about the simple stuff, mm. you know, like we see them do their thing and they're amazing and they become like little mini gods. Yeah. But to hear someone say something like, what's your dream or or to answer just a regular question that, you and I could answer too. Yeah. Is I think it's just like one of those little things that we forget is mm. super important. Otherwise, it's always about, you know, perfect lighting. Yeah. And all of these things.
1: Which is why I just keep it natural. I don't yeah. bring lights. I just go film at their homes or wherever. Yeah. Because I think if it looks too polished and clean, it would take away from, you know, mm-hmm. which is why I bring in that style to keep it like a human eye, just like an authentic, raw. I don't cut loopers. Yeah. And I keep that consistent for everyone I film. Famous, not famous, because that way everyone's equal Yeah, like There's no no one higher up. Let's just
0: keep Mm -hmm. everyone on the same level. Well, like how you ask people what their dream is, I ask people at the end of the podcast if they have a mind-blowing moment, a moment that changed their perspective on the way they see the world. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be a big one or a small one or one you don't want to share. But this is my way of simulating that we're all in this together. Yeah. That... At some point, there's something that happens in our lives that changes the direction. Do you have a mind blowing moment that you'd be sharing? <laughs> I Feel like I should be filming oh you with my the camera. Gosh, man, this <laughs> <laughs> is what it feels like to be yeah. on the other
1: side of the camera was what I'm doing. There's been so many men. Mm. There's been so many, and most of them are a five minute story to give it context. Mm. Um.
0: Um. Because the adrenaline starts going oh my god <laughs> that's awesome in terms of like life changing like yeah, my life is just, just a moment come. i mean you know if, if i'm analyzing you i'm like that coffee moment's pretty intense
1: i think it's the little things yeah. that you're flipping terrified about mm-hmm. in the moment that you go I'm just going to have a little bit of courage and go do it. Yeah. And then you do it and then you go, oh, my gosh, I did it. Yeah. Like little things like I, I was going to a premiere of a film and I thought, well, I'll put a couple of my short films on a USB just in case I bump into a director or yeah. a producer or whatever, just have in my back pocket. And the film's just about to start and Peter Jackson comes, sits two seats in front of me. And I'm just like, oh, crap, crap. <laughs> and then my mum's next to me and she's like, give him your USB right now. And I was like, no, 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 Mom, no, 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 no. Damn it, no, no. And it was a big cinema. And so I was like, I'll do it after because I just wanted to put that aside. And the whole movie, I couldn't even enjoy the movie because I was just, I knew, I knew deep down inside I had to do it. And as soon as the film finished, Uh, everyone was quiet in the cinema during like the things. And I just stood up and I just went and sat right next to him. And I was just like, g'day. I was like, it's funny. And people were all watching because it was dead quiet and it was clear that Peter Jackson was there and I just went and sat and I gave him my USB and I just went back and nothing yet has come from that. Mm. But those are things where you're like, oh, it wasn't too bad. I'm so glad I did that. Mm. You know, little moments. Um, yeah that's <laughs> awesome bro. I got
0: lots of stories like that but it'd take a while but you've got a long <laughs> life to live I want to do another podcast because you know you're what doing this till 50 something yeah man we'll do it again <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, one every three years awesome dude thank you man for thank joining so on the podcast much, pleasure um, where can people follow you if they want to join the journey or
1: main one's Instagram Fraser Guru or
0: 10,000 dreams that's where I'd the main thing to follow me on awesome that's us thanks for blowing our mind brother thanks dude <laughs>